Welcome back to mm-hmm. The Diva and The Nerd. I am Billy the Nerd. Yep, and I am T the Diva. Because they got all because these Because they have all these predictions and all this stuff, I'm just supposed to be going immediately. And it's like, okay, but I'm not comfortable with you, fam. Haven't we had this conversation? Uh... <laughs> 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 Because I told them to stop doing what they was doing with the um with the TV like that. Oh well, I'm not big on TVs. Like we had a TV, it was sufficient enough or whatever. I'm not about to. I ain't worried about it. So it is what it is. It was gonna be. So yeah, I feel you. How was y'all Mother's Day? It was Mother's Day weekend. Yes, Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's yeah. Day. Happy Mother's Day. Anybody yeah. get any really cool gifts? I did. What'd you get? Um, so I got a beautiful card from the twins. Mm-hmm. Um, I got Talea's graduation, you know, information and stuff, which was super cool. Mm-hmm. And then I got $100 from the twins' father. And then nice. Stanley, or... Uh, the other right. baby daddy it don't matter my <laughs> other baby <daddy. laughs> um he gave me money so i can get my hair braided and then i can get like oh. a little spa little treatment oh, so that nice. was nice yeah that was nice nice <laughs> they tried that's nice that's actually really sweet mm-hmm. i got all some flowers my favorite some um calla lily plant and I got a um a weighted blanket. I don't know if y'all know what a weighted blanket is, uh-huh. but uh yes, that was nothing but God because I slept so good last night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's for like anxiety and not being able to sleep. So like even when I put it over my leg, like say I'm sitting down on the couch and I'm mm-hmm. not I'm having like anxiety or whatever like that. Um and I mm-hmm. just put it on my leg or around my neck, like totally different feeling. Like it really does work. So, does anybody out there who's having anxiety or sleeping or anything like that get you one? That's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got that, and then I got this really cool card. So, unfortunately, yeah. our listeners can't see this. Um, but it just um, I'm gonna read it, and then I'm gonna show um everybody who's on the Zoom with us because it's so cute. It made me cry. I'm usually the kind of person that gets really nice cards, but I've never. I don't think I've ever gotten a card like this before. But it says, um, what do you say to a beautiful wife who was constantly on the go, doing everything humanly possible to make the family happy? And then, guys, look. Look how it opens up. Oh, that's nice. And then it's like a big, like, poster. And it says, thank you with all my heart and happy Mother's Day. And it's signed from the kids and my husband. So, oh, that's awesome. Oh, I shed a little tear. Nice. I don't usually get cool cards like that. So, that was super dope. Um, that was cool. I was happy. I feel like the older we get, the more we appreciate cards. Like, yes. you know, younger, you don't appreciate cards. You're like, okay, well, what is this? Like, okay, what's in it? Okay, I'm done with this. <laughs> like, where the money at? Right. Yeah. The older you get, the more you're like, oh, this is really sweet. You know, I have nice messages or artwork and stuff on it. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah that was nice. Yeah, it was super yeah. nice. So it kind of, Mother's Day kind of like snuck up on us. Like, um, I think like my cousin, she kept asking me like, what are we going to do for Mother's Day? And I was like, I don't know, because it's Sunday. And I remember her stopping and looking at me like, Sunday? And this was on like Thursday. <laughs> and I was like, yes, it's Sunday. And she was like, what? What are we doing? And I'm like, I don't know. We on quarantine. <laughs> yeah, that's, oh. it definitely snuck up. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
for sure. But I end up just cooking a nice little spread. I didn't make like big portions or anything, but I just mm-hmm. cooked like a nice little spread for us to eat over here. Mm-hmm. And then whatever was left, um, a couple people came and got, um, not like a whole bunch because I ain't got no whole bunch of people in my house, but like my live sisters that are mothers, they came and got a plate. I made a plate for them and let them come get something. Oh, okay. So that was nice. Yeah. Um, but other than that, that was it. I made a brunch. So I did like a small brunch. Um, I did shrimp and grits, um, bacon for those who eat bacon, um, biscuits, and what else did I do? And potatoes. And then for dinner, I did a roast. Um, I made some more shrimp with like, um, there's a sauce that everybody likes. I put it on like my pasta. I put it on just different stuff. Um, so I made that sauce and I poured it over the shrimp. Um, and I just made some more potatoes and some asparagus and cornbread. And that was it. So like I said, anybody that, whatever was left, I just let people come get whatever. Because I ain't got no room in my refrigerator at this point for no more food. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that was it. Billy, what you do? What did you do? Um, I mothered. That, so that's what I did on Mother's Day. Nothing extra special. I woke up. I fed them. We watched movies and stuff all day. And um, that's pretty much it. Oh, yeah, so. well, happy Mother's Day again, everybody. Happy Mother's Day, ladies. And to our listeners that are mothers, happy Mother's Day, belated Mother's Day. Um, I know this week ahead, I got a lot of birthdays coming up. That's crazy. I know. Like, my um, daughter's birthday is on Friday. I will have an eight. Yes, yes, you will. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> How does that feel? Um, it's challenging. It is. It's real challenging and it's scary because you know nowadays kids think eighteen makes them grown and they're ready for the world and they think the world is just gonna open up perfectly. And you want to hope that you prepared them, you know. So it's 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 a little scary, you know, because you're on that line of okay, yeah, you're legally grown, but you're still a kid. So trying to just kind of keep her on that straight and narrow is really hard, you know, because she ready to buck the system. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So, yeah, so now. It's what was that? I threw the TVs on. <laughs> there goes this cameo. <laughs> well, in case y'all didn't recognize, it's the diva and the nerd. <laughs> uh, and I'm Queen T, the diva. I am Dilly the Nerd, and today we have a guest. Guest, you want to introduce yourself? Yes, I am Tiffany the Doula. Tiffany the Doula. Okay, so um, in light of, and this is kind of done retroactively, but in light of Mother's Day and um, uh, I think Nurse Appreciation Week, and there were like a lot of different, you know, uh, things going on last week leading up to Mother's Day, we, uh, you know, reached out to Tiff and uh, so she could come in and talk about um, like the doula process, what it means, um, you know, kind of like just the culture behind it. Um, Cause I think like in the past, I mean, um, it was, there's another term is the midwife. So I don't want to confuse the two, but I know like prior to um, doulas gaining more um, traction mainstream, it was like midwives that were, was the term that was used. I don't know if it's still used um, when people would be going through the birthing process, if they weren't going, um, if they were like um, having an at-home birth or if they decided that they didn't want to use a doctor. So now doulas are, um, are becoming, I guess the term in a sense is becoming more um, known um, within the African American community and kind of just overall. So we just wanted to you to to pop in and just kind of like talk about um, what a doula was. Kind of just go from there, like kind of like your journey leading up to that. What made you decide to do that? So you know, just start off wherever you want to. Okay, so doulas and midwives. Um, they're definitely they're um, two different things. Midwives are um, a clinical um, clinically trained professional to help deliver um, in births and help assist with pregnancy. Um, a doula is non-clinical. Um, so a doula, you know, they, we support um, with the birth. We can help you deal with any um, unexpected needs or anything like that that might assist with the pregnancy. 
Um, we offer a emotional, physical support system for you, for you and the dad, for you and your spouse or whoever. Um, and we also help educate you and work as your advocate. Um, doula's been around for years, but of course, during this time right now, it's became very popular. And in my opinion, the reason why in some statistics show this, especially in the black community, because we are the highest when it comes to black mortality rate, um, infant mortality rate, and maternal mortality rate. So what we start to see, and a lot of people start to see was black women do not have the same support that a lot of other races had in the hospitals. They didn't have people advocating for them, even though we all know we have a little understanding about pregnancy and stuff like that. But the education behind it, a lot of soon-to-be mothers, whether you you know were going to be a new mother or had kids previous, didn't have a lot of education on what was going on with their body and their choices. So doulas kind of stepped up to kind of help decrease all of that, but also be that voice to the mothers that didn't have voices. Um, what got me started in this is um, my first child I had when I was 17. And at 17, I didn't have like a voice. And I was the type of 17 year old that I asked questions. I want to know what's going on with my body. I want to know all of that. But every time I asked a question, it was almost like the doctors will always talk to my mom or, you know, or talk to someone else instead of talking to me. So right then and there, I saw that that was a problem. And I didn't want any other teenager to have to experience that. And as I got older, having children and, you know, friends having children, I started seeing that that support system, you know, whether it was a child's father or, you know, just a family friend, they didn't have that. So that emotional support, I wanted to be there and give that. So that kind of pushed me into that role. And once I started to actually go to births with a lot of my friends and help assist, it made me want to further my education and get trained and get certified as a doula. So that way I can be able to offer the emotional support, the physical support, the education behind it. And even in my current role, um, I'm a, a maternal health child um, coordinator. Even in that role, um, my doula training, you know, helped me become a better coordinator for a lot of the black women that I service. So that's what kind of got me into that. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry. Hmm, excuse me. <laughs> um, I know you have, you mentioned you have other uh, medical background uh, as well. So was that, uh, does that play any role when you wanted to go into or becoming a doula? Yes. Um, I worked as an EKG technician for 10 years. Um, so even with that medical training, you know, I was able to see sometimes how doctors interacted with certain people, you know, how even the education piece that I had to bring as an EKG tech, um, I saw that there was definitely a difference between some other races that would come into the hospital versus Blacks. And for me, I wanted to be that voice. And how I looked at it is if they're being you know, mistreaters or something when it comes to something as far as like a heart condition or cardiology. I can only imagine what's going on in labor and delivery. So for me, I wanted to be a part of the solution to figure out how we can help the community, how we can help soon-to-be mothers, and just make the process a lot better than what it has been for a lot of our mothers and even for some of us. So, yeah, they definitely played a role. What kind of training did you um, did you go through? What was the process, the steps to, like, um, become a doula? Like, as far as, and specifically, like, being in the um, Midwest, being up north, like, in Wisconsin, Milwaukee, or whatever, what were the specific steps that you had to take in order to, to, um, to become a doula? 
Um, so the first thing that I did was I actually did my research because there's a lot of um, there's online training to be a doula. There's um, places here in Milwaukee that's doing training. Um, but I did my research first. And after doing my research, I decided to train with um, the it's called Dona. Dona is the national certifications for doula. Um, so I decided to train with them because they're national. Um, and I got a lot of good reviews from them. Um, I trained, the training was three days, eight hours. And then from there, I had to do, I believe it was six births within the two years of having my certificate. Um, so you had to t attend. Um, I think two C-sections, two, um, two labors within the hospital. I think one um, home birth or something like that. Um, so the process taking so long was just really trying to get the births underneath my belt. Oh, wow. That's interesting. <laughs> I'm sitting here listening like, oh. So you already did all, all of them? Yep, I did all of them. And then currently now I'm doing um, training as a fertility doula. Um, okay. Well, fertility slash um, postpartum and then it's infant loss all in one. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm doing that training because, mm -hmm. like I said, in the black community and, and I don't even want to keep saying in the black community because, you know, we have all types of women dealing with fertility issues. Right. Yeah. Um, and then some of it is just education, not even just on how to get pregnant, but how not to get pregnant, how not to have to rely on birth control. Not that I'm, you know, knocking birth control, taking it, mm -hmm. you know, but there's a natural way that we can go about doing things instead of pumping our bodies with all types of medicine and stuff like that, because long-term we don't know what a lot of this stuff might cause us to have mm -hmm. further. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, but you make a good point when you say, um, when you speak on behalf of black women, because a lot of times healthcare is approached as a one size fit all and it's mm -hmm. not yeah. right. Cause we are, you know, a lot of us are different and we do need specialized healthcare and things like that. So, um, I don't take offense and I hope other people don't take offense when you do speak to black women, because that is something that's necessary. Um, yes. we do need it. So yeah, I, I feel like if they take offense, that. then they need to take offense with the healthcare system. Cause that's yeah. the problem. They don't yeah. take offense with this. Don't come at me. Right. Don't come at me because I'm only speaking from a yeah. black woman. You yeah, know, so right. if I was a different race and I'll say I'm speaking from on this race we have. I'm only speaking because yeah, I am we, a black woman. So we, I kind of understand some of the things that's plaguing us. And even right. now with a lot of stuff, because even now with the healthcare system, we are starting to see how the healthcare system has failed. The black yes. community, hence yes. what's going on now in yes. the black community with COVID-19. Yes. So therefore, if it's doing this with this, it's been doing, we have been being plagued as black people when it has came to our health conditions for years and the health system has failed us. And we mm -hmm. are seeing this now. So if they're failing yes. us on this, all the other things they are failing us on, yep. even pregnancy, labor and delivery, Mm -hmm. You know, so that's why I say the infant mortality rate is high in the black community. Mm -hmm. The maternity mortality rate is high in the black community. Right. So, yeah. And if you put some numbers to it, yeah. And if you put, you know, they want to hear numbers to it. Um, I'm just looking at some statistics, uh, some statistics and they're not um, new, new, but even from, I think this is like 2017, 2018, uh, mm -hmm. black mothers are three and a half times more likely as white women to die from pregnancy or related complications. And this is from the CDC. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was as of 2017. Like I said, I'm looking, um, I'm kind of behind cause I was looking at something else and I just so happened to see that in the article I was looking in, but just even just that one number, 3.5 times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's pretty yeah. high. It is you know? It's really high. It's you really know, high. So that's why I said we have a lot of, um, a lot of barriers and there's a lot of different reasons, you know, I mean, besides the healthcare system failing us, 
you know, a lot of it is, you know, the resources that are available in our communities, health, um, lack of education, um, you know, a lot of it is just, you know, there's a lot of different barriers that also plague our community. Mm-hmm. Right. But even with that being said, you know, that's why doulas have tried to come into these communities and service this population, you know, to help decrease some of these barriers, to give that support, to provide that education. Um, right. Because, you know, I don't want my sisters to die. I don't want to die, you know, just mm-hmm. trying to bring a child into this, you know, onto this earth. Right. And I don't want to mm-hmm. lose a baby, you know, because I didn't have the proper, you know, management of my health while I was pregnant. So I'm giving birth to a stillborn or something like right. that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like it's, it's a lot of different things, you mm-hmm. know. So that's why, you know, having a doula, I think, is a really good thing. You know, even if mm-hmm. you still want to have your regular doctor, your regular nurse, your regular midwife, just having that that extra support system that has mm-hmm. that education behind them that will advocate for you, mm-hmm. you know, that will talk on your behalf, that will help educate you. Because now mm-hmm. we all know that you go to the doctor for any doctor's appointments, everything is, is the time schedule has changed. You used to have a 30, 40 minute appointment. Now it's in 15 minutes blocks and stuff like that. So you can't even mm-hmm. talk to your doctor the way that you used to. And even now in some clinics and some hospitals, you don't even have the same doctor. So every time you go for your appointments every month, you are seeing a new provider. So you haven't That's even crazy. established an, a, you know, a rapport with a doctor. Mm-hmm. So if you had a doula, you have established that rapport with that doula. So that doula knows what's going on with Cordelia, what, mm-hmm. likes, what she wants, what her questions are mm-hmm. versus this doctor that's about to see you for 10 minutes because they're booked and they got to keep it moving. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, it's a mm-hmm. lot of different reasons why you should hire a doula, have a doula, you know, it, it just helps with the support system. Like they say, it takes a village. So if it takes a village right. to raise a kid, it takes a village to help bring a kid into this world too. Mm-hmm. You got that right. <laughs> um, are you familiar with any of like the alliances that are out there? Um, I've seen a couple and I'm not sure if these ones are in particular still around, but they were um, started like just a few years ago, Black Mamas Matter Alliance, Healing Cans Community Project or any of the ones or any of um any alliances that are similar to that, I should say. Yeah. Um, that are just there. Okay. So, um, I, dang, I don't even have my list of uh, my sisters, but um, we do have a lot of um, different alliances here. Um, we have the African American Breastfeeding Network, um, which they have um, community doulas, which I'm a part of it. I'm an ambassador. Um, so they have that and also they um, teach about breastfeeding and things like that. Um, we have, oh my gosh, I can't even think of all of them off the top of my head. Um, but if I can post like a link of them in, in you know, the Facebook thing later, Absolutely. I definitely can do that. Because there, there are a few different doulas and stuff like that. So shout out to all my doula sisters. Because I know it's a whole <laughs> y'all out there. And I have not forgot about y'all at all. <laughs> yes. So you mentioned um, it's a it's a good idea for individuals to um, hire, hire, hire doulas. You mentioned like the, all the, the benefits and different things for it. But how can people go about getting, some, getting a doula on their team like during their... Um, like, you know, during their pregnancy, um, during the time that they're pregnant, like how they go about, is it something that, like, I know there's a network of stuff, but is it something that will be covered by their um, insurance or like, how does that work? Okay, so this is the thing, and this is what we're trying to push for right now. Um, So fingers crossed, hopefully that this will get pushed, Um, but it would be nice to have, Because most, I I don't want to speak wrong, but, you know, you have a lot of people that's on state insurance. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And right now, the state's not paying for doulas. Mm-hmm. Um, from my last recall, because I didn't get paid. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, and I think some private insurances are. Um, so right now that's kind of like all up in the air. So usually doulas have, you know, a base pay that they, you know, want from their clients and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Prices can vary. You know, I've seen some doulas Mm -hmm. that charge 500 to some doulas that's charged 1200 for the whole, you know, nine months because, you know, it is their time. You know, they are taking a lot of time, especially to be on standby for somebody that's getting ready to go into labor you know that's, right, that's right. a lot um and but also i've seen some doulas that they love to work so much that they are literally doing it for free mm-hmm. so um you really have to kind of reach out to individuals you know and kind of figure out what prices are what what your budget looks like mm-hmm. um i can also you know give a list of some doulas that that are doing it for free um mm-hmm. Because that's just kind of where they're at with things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, unfortunately, it's just that is just so up in the air when mm-hmm. it comes to like the prices. Because you know, like I said, you want the services to be available for everybody, right. you know. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, you know, people have to get paid because it's still a service that they're delivering. You right. know, and it's their time. Right. You mm-hmm. know, but there is also a need in our community to have that support. So. Yeah, that was a great question, Cordelia, because I was going to say there are some states that actually do offer it as a part of their state health um, insurance. So that's interesting that Wisconsin is one of the states that don't. So, yeah. And the weird thing is um, a lot of the the prenatal programs that's here in Milwaukee, because there's a few that I work with, um, Baby and Me, shout out Baby and Me, Mm -hmm. Um, but their prenatal program that they offer me as a doula. Um, you know, we work out my payment with them. So the client okay. doesn't even have to deal with it, you know, at all. Mm-hmm. And they get all the services that they need. Mm-hmm. So, you know. So there's ways around it. I, I feel like, I mean, you mentioned that um, the price is something that, and this is just me kind of just talking, calculating some budgets and some stuff for like, for myself, like if, so, if I wanted to doula, and it wasn't something that was covered by my insurance, um, you know, regardless if I had private or if I had the state insurance, it's like if the average range is between five to twelve hundred dollars, then like at the lowest, you paying less than what? I'm not doing math. Was that less than like fifty dollars a month for like a doula, like an advocate? You know what I'm saying? So like. I feel like that, you know, in the sense of we're talking about like the the lively, not the livelihood, but um, the be- getting the best care and advocacy for you and your child. Uh-huh. Um, I see it as beneficial. I see it as like if I got to cut some type, if I got to cut something, if I got to cut a stream of service, I don't want to sound classes or anything like that. But if I got to cut something, if I got to be like, OK, well, I'm not about to go get my nails done. I'm going to cut something out. I feel like it's something that, you know, unfortunately, if we have to pay out of pocket for it in order to make sure that, you know, we're thriving and our babies are thriving, I think that it's something that's beneficial. Something that is that something that like I don't know if it's uncouth, but is it something that like when you when y'all meet with potential clients, do y'all mention that? Like trying to figure oh, yeah. it out. In the okay. Yeah, you definitely, because, you know, you don't want to throw no surprise bills in the way. Right. Pregnant, you know, so you kind of want to let them know, you know, how this, how this is going to go, you know, and how much things are going to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. My idea and what I've done and what I've been doing with some of like my friends who've, you know, recently became pregnant. Um, I give them um, a card. And I've just been giving them like money on the card. And, you know, even I have a baby shower that, I mean, I guess we ain't going to be able to throw it, but I've been just telling people cash app her, you know, for her gender reveal, cash app her. So that way she can afford to have a doula, you know? So, you know, we, 
you know, we can get very, you know, um, open to how we will pay for a doula and this and that. And, and to me, mm -hmm. it's worth the 40 or $50 or, or $100, whatever, mm -hmm. you know, because you getting something and it's more than just like, okay, I got this person's advocating for me. You're really getting somebody that's going to go through the long road with you. But even mm -hmm. after you have your baby, it's yeah. going to be there for you. You know, yeah. and then they're making that moment special because yeah. not only just for, you know, the advocacy and the health portion, but some people, they want their pregnancies and they want that labor and delivery to be a special moment. Mm -hmm. Right. Your doula is able to offer that. So if you say, you know, I want Erica Badu, you know, singing in <laughs> here while I'm going to labor, you know, Make I want sure my happens. foot rub like this, you know, I want the lighting like that. As a doula, I'm trying to make that happen for you. Now, I can't get yeah. Erica, but I might sing like Erica. <laughs> I'm trying to get it going for you because I want to make sure that when you look back at this, it ain't nothing but but something that makes you smile. Yeah. You know, on top of making sure that this goes the correct way, that this is healthy for you. You know, so doulas, they're like, I, I feel like. Like, we are, like, your best friend. We are, like, your grandma. We are, like, your mama. Like, we are, like, all those great soulful mm -hmm. things mixed up in one. Yeah. You know? And we yeah. gonna make it happen for you. Yeah. Because you gotta also think about, think about that young girl. Because, like you said, you had your first child when you were 17. So, think about that young girl who's 17 and maybe the father isn't around. Maybe she don't have her mother. Or, or she has her mother and her mother and her aren't close. Her mother's not going to be in the delivery room. and she, But she has you. She finds you. And that you. makes a difference. Um, there and goes I've, all I've the world of difference that. right there, you know. So. And I've had that. I've, I, I had a young lady who her mom, well, she was 21. Her mom was not in the picture. Baby daddy wasn't in the picture. Um, and that service I did for free. Um mm -hmm. You know, because I just feel like as a doula, we can have a set price, you know, but sometimes things just touch your heart. And then also, you know, you, you don't know what people yeah. are going through. And sometimes yeah. I can't put a monetary amount on making sure that your babies get here healthy, that you come up out of this healthy. So therefore, yeah. you know, being able to offer that support for her and she had twins, you know, and I have twins. So that was just like, you know, she just touched my heart. Her girls are three, you know, mm. and she is doing like so good, you know, but throughout her pregnancy, like she she was having a tough time trying to figure it all out, you know. So as a doula, I was able to provide that for her, you know. So also as a doula, you know, every circumstance is going to be different, you know, yeah. and that's the great thing about being a doula and being a private a private doula like you're not tied yeah. to no organization so yeah. you know you can play around with how much you want to charge and if you want to do the service for free or, or whatever you know some yeah. doulas you know they got a set thing and that's they don't do that but hey i do so yeah mm -hmm. i um take a minute and encourage everybody to think about like if you have children the first time you had children and who was all in the room um, how did it go? Um, did you have a support system there? Um, and because you had a support system or because you didn't have a support system, um, how did you like, how did you feel? What, you know, what was it like? Because I think like everything that Tiff is saying, um, does definitely make a difference. Like I can remember they typically at a hospital, they like, nope, you can only have this many people. But I think about like the difference between my first and my second child. And I remember they was like, can't nobody else be in here but your husband. That was the most painful shit ever. Like, <laughs> I remember being in so much pain and it was just like, I thought it wouldn't be that bad this time because I mm -hmm. had a child already. Um, but I remember the first time they let any and everybody because it was a bigger room, the atmosphere, it was just better. The windows were open. Like, I can describe the whole room and I'm not going to go through all of that, but for real, like the windows were open and they let everybody in. And like, I remember... From my mama to my cousin, I'm talking about even my five-year-old cousin was up in there. And the love, the love and the support from my friends being in there and everybody being in it just, it didn't seem that bad. 
Yep. It did not feel that bad. So um, having a doula, having somebody there, like everything that Tiff is describing, just imagine the difference it makes in, you know, um, the support, just ways. I wonder if there's ways that people can support even just the, because um, I'm looking at um, like the different alliances and resources and things like that. And I'm just wondering like how people support, like even you guys and your alliances and things like that. So with the support, you know, we work as a sisterhood. We support each other. Um, and that's a beautiful thing, too, um, because sometimes I say, especially in the black community as women, we don't get along. We don't come together. But I can tell you. In this doula community. It's predominantly black here in Milwaukee that I I'm involved in mm-hmm. and. They are like my sisters. If I got questions, I talk to them. You know, if I got clients that I can't see, I give them to them. Vice versa. You know, they uplift me. They empower me. Um, So our alliances and stuff like that, we not only just use it for networking. We use it for when we're exhausted because, you know, some doulas, they're doing this full time and this is what they do all day all you know and some doulas you know this is part-time you know and it, it it's a lot because you're carrying a lot of pressure on you you know because you want to make sure that that this is perfect for these new moms and these new families you know so that's a lot of pressure so sometimes you need your alliances not to just network with, you need them to help you through some of this, you know, and because we all know everybody's body is different. So every labor is going to be different. Every situation is going to be different. You got to have somebody that you can go talk to, figure it out with, because you're not going to have all the answers because, you know, everything is not going to be the same. Things change all the time, especially with this COVID, you know, they were restricting how many visitors can be, in labor and delivery yeah you know so a lot of doulas had to turn to i gotta you know be a doula over zoom how do i zoom with you you know and and it's a lot you know so at the end of the day you have to have your you know your support system too as a doula helping you understand okay how am i gonna talk her through this through zoom you know so it's that's wild yeah. yeah I can't imagine. So are you so you've done one through through Zoom? I watched one through Zoom. I didn't do one. You didn't do but it. I'm okay. my own little baby right now. <laughs> oh, I be well, oh, yeah. Okay. That's because I ain't seen him in person. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's so handsome. He's so handsome. He is. He's gorgeous. But yeah, so I mean, okay, so so with the quarantine right now, and I know you said that you watch one through Zoom. How is that? I mean, obviously, you said it's it's been um you guys have got, had to go through the labor with the client through Zoom. Has that also been like them going to their appointments? Has it been the same thing, or what else has changed since you know everything's been going on right now? Some appointments, you know, you do through Zoom with them, because um, mm-hmm. you know you want to keep them healthy and you want to be healthy. You don't want right. to, you know, transmit nothing to them even by accident. Um, but it, it's challenging, you know, to give somebody support through the phone, you know, yeah. it's right. be there to rub their back, rub their legs, you know, yeah. but it's possible. But even as a doula, we make it possible, you yeah. know, so it's just, you know, right now, you know, we're in just a, a very hectic point when it comes mm-hmm. to like health care and, you know, things right now. So, mm-hmm. You know, but as a doula, we do the best that we can. And the the Zoom call that I saw during labor and delivery, you know, she, the doula, she worked as the girl's advocate. You know, she talked with the doctors about, hey, this is what my client wants. This is what she needs. This is how that light needs to be. Can you cut that down some? Okay. When the nurse came back in, can you just rub her foot right there? Because, you know, and hey, they just kind of made it work, you know, because Mm -hmm. even though sometimes we give, sometimes a lot of the nurses and the doctors, you know, we hear things 
negative about it where it's like, oh, that's why you got to get a doula or a midwife is in the hospital, this and that. But some of the nurses that I've seen working with, with some of the doulas on Zoom, they have been incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that that sharing the patient, making sure that the patient needs is being met. I, I have seen some incredible services, especially here in Milwaukee. That's good. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's really good. So I guess if people are, if you're nervous, I guess yeah. <laughs> that should that should take away that. Um, if you're looking for resources or things like that, make sure you guys um, tap into Tiff or tap into. You said you were going to share some things on the page later on. Make sure yeah. you guys check out. Well, they're not going to hear this until next week. Um, but, you know, you may have already seen them already if she shared them. Um, so just make sure you guys check off those resources that were shared on the page and things like that. Um, don't be well, afraid. I was going to ask is, um, my bad. What I was going to ask is, so, like, you've done, you said you did, um, what, the, uh, the there's a C-section, mm-hmm. an at-home birth, and there was another birth that you said that you were just part of? Just a regular, of? like, labor and delivery. Okay. Yeah. So I, 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 I didn't have a C-section with either child. Mm-hmm. So can you like give just like a little bit of feedback, a differences between those for like, just not like specifically for each one, but like, what are the major differences between those? So C-sections is when you do not have the baby vaginally. So mm-hmm. they have to, you know, give you a small incision right mm-hmm. above your bikini line, get the baby up mm-hmm. out of you. Um, you know, regular birth is, you know, when you are pushing the baby out vaginally, um, a home birth is usually non-medicated. I mean, you can have non-medicated also within the hospital. Um, but a home birth is usually (laughs) non-medicated either on the bed or in a small tub, whichever one you prefer. Um, usually you have a midwife with you with that mm-hmm. but a doula can also support that midwife because like I said doulas are not clinical midwives are clinical mm-hmm. um so therefore you know if you are thinking about having a home birth you know look for a doula but also look for a midwife because we can work hand in hand with each other but mm-hmm. you know definitely get you a midwife um you know just for safety procedures because midwives normally, um, like you said, they're clinical, so they kind of have some type of nursing background or something like that as well, right? Yes. Okay. And they usually they still recommend that you see a, a medical doctor? Well, usually if you have a midwife, you'll probably be seeing them throughout your nine months as well. Um, but sometimes they will recommend, depending on how things are with you. Sometimes the they risk might factors and stuff that, like yeah. that. Yeah. And, you know, as a doula, you know, like I said, I'm non-clinical. So I always recommend get you a doctor or midwife, you know, because they actually went to school for that formal education. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I want to make sure at the end of the day, I want to give you your experience, but I want to make sure that we bring you out of here on the other side. Well, so. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I know, um, I think that, I think that was very informative as far as what a doula was, because I, I wasn't sure the difference between, or if it was another term for midwife. So thank you for explaining that. (laughs) Um, I don't know, was there anything else that you kind of wanted to like, not reiterate, but make sure that people are aware of when it comes to doulas and, you know, like, um, I don't know, like maybe how they can even get in touch because I know there are networks, but like how would how would people get it? Are there like postings in like the hospitals usually or how do people get, become aware how to get in touch with the doula? Um, usually there is um, a doula network. Um, I, I have to post that in the comments, too. Um, but usually people get a hold of doulas. Um, through word of mouth, Facebook okay. now has everything. Um, yeah. But if you are looking to connect with a doula, um, if you want to Facebook me, message me, I can connect you with 
um, a listing of doulas here in Milwaukee, and they are great. Um, and also, I can connect you with a listing of midwives, too, just in case um, anybody is looking for a midwife as well. What about, I know you mentioned that there was a network that I think you said was NAP, or that was the training that you did national. Are you familiar with any national networks? Um, not really. I mean, I'm Facebook friends with a few networks. Haven't really looked into a lot of the stuff with them um, besides just kind of like using it as a educational platform to link with yeah. other viewers. But yeah, but hey, if you're looking for something, you know, nationally, I can help assist with that too. Because again, okay. I work as an advocate and a resource and informational person. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I was asking for some of our listeners that are like in other states outside Wisconsin. Yeah. So, I, I appreciate you. Yeah, I named a few in between. So, uh, if you guys were listening in between, I think I named um, what was it? The Black Mamas Matter. I think that was out of Atlanta, and then there was another one, um, Healing Hands or something like that. That was out of Texas. Um, so. There's a few of them in there. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a few of them. And, um, you know, definitely if you're looking for doulas and you're not here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, you just go in your search bar and just look up doulas. You can put like doulas if you stay in California, doulas in California. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure it's going to show like a listing of a whole lot of doulas in California. And, you know, read through them, you know, get to know what doula you have, you know, or what doula mm-hmm. you're looking for. Um, you know, research them um, because you want to yeah. make sure that that person fits for you, you know, so. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. So how y'all, um, well, Tiff, thank you for sharing that. How do y'all plan on um, <laughs> spending the rest of y'all week this week? Um, I am getting ready for Talia's, um birthday on Friday. So, you know, feel free to ride through the, you know, neighborhood and blow your horn 18 times because oh, yeah. she's going to be 18. So um, Friday is what? The the 15th. Oh, yeah. So she said she shares a birthday with, that's right, because she shares a birthday with my cousin, my favorite cousin. Um, Tati. <laughs> I have to say it like that. It's just, Friday is my cousin's birthday. I have like a million birthdays this week. And then, like, my grandfather, he's passed. His birthday was, like, Friday or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, two of my sister's birthdays this week. My uncle. It was, it was a mess. I ain't even going mm-hmm. Whatever. So, happy birthday, y'all. Yeah, but- <laughs> happy birthday, everybody. Shout out to my sister, Nicole. Her birthday's tomorrow. <laughs> that's a hot. That's that, a hot. Uh, happy birthday, everybody. Yeah. Yep. yeah that's a, oh, yeah. I think one my sister's one of them is tomorrow too. Wow. That's wow. Tiffany, okay. I think my one of my sisters is tomorrow. Happy birthday. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, and I'm gonna to, um, try to um put crab legs on the grill too. So if anybody out there got some good recipes, please send it to y'all or something. Help me with that. Real <laughs> ones. Like Look. crab, because I want to make like a crab oil on on, on the grill. <laughs> I'm pointing. She can't see me, but I'm pointing at Billy. I said we just was talking about. Um, you found crab. some crab legs, cause I, I mean, like all the crab legs. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you where I went to get them from, and then it wasn't pick and save. And I got yeah. Please I'm tell me some good ones too. They, please tell oh, me. Gosh, you can tell they got a lot of meat in them. Yeah, mm-hmm. not not imitation crab meat. The real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you guys get to um? See the Jill Scott versus uh Erica Badu battle. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I, I saw it. It was real. It was real therapeutic. I will say, I, I liked it. I didn't. I didn't. I left before it officially ended because I mm-hmm. think they went on for a couple, of few hours. But it was. It was real chill. It was real nice. It was so godlike. It was just like, well, thank you, and you're so wonderful, and you're beautiful. Thank you, you're beautiful too, and all this other stuff, and like a high vibration of two black melanated queens. It was awesome. Yes, really, really I didn't get to that. see the whole thing because I I don't mm-hmm. remember what happened. I got like lost in some housework I was doing, but mm-hmm. um, the parts that I got to see, I was super like, yes, same mm-hmm. thing, Billy. Like, yes, 
Um, and then she had like Bruce, uh, Erica had Bruce Lee in the background. I'm like, that right. was dope. <laughs> Mary to medicine 
last, not married to Maxon, my bad, married in first sight last week. And I thought it was so interesting that, um, you know, these people were like, more, half of them were bad communicators. And it just really seemed like they just weren't, they didn't know how to communicate with the other person, like, you know, to where they could comprehend. I think like that's the biggest struggle. Of course, I'm not married, but just kind of looking at these people like, well, why don't you just, you know, I don't know. Half, half of them made it, the other half didn't. It was mm-hmm. wild. It was, it, was, it was crazy. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like what we say. And I've been talking to, um, like, my cousin and just, like, um, one of my other guy friends. And we were talking about, like, just, know, like, it's hard for people to really know themselves. Like, a yeah. lot of people don't get to know. I'm not going to even say that. I, I'm going to say that I worded that wrong. It's more so, like, he had asked myself and another one of my friends, Y'all didn't know yourselves before y'all got married? Like, that was a specific question he posed to us. And okay. we were like, it ain't so much that we didn't know ourselves. Like, yeah, we have done some growing over the years. It's not so much that we didn't know ourselves, but <laughs> maybe we didn't get to know the other person as well as we thought we did before we got married. Right. Could he really respond to that as a man? It was kind of like, mm, no. So I don't know. Maybe there's another poll. <laughs> another poll we might want to post. Sorry. but No, it's okay. But it was just more so like, you know, when you get married, a lot of times people don't always reveal their full selves to you until after they got you. There's that. And, That's very true. And then and, there's the fact that people change. Yeah. And, and there you go. And sometimes people just change. And it's like, sometimes you gotta, as you're growing in yourself, it's like, am I okay with this still? Am I not? Right. Is this something new about that person? Is it something mm-hmm. I've always been okay with? And like right. I said, am I different now? It's so much that goes mm-hmm. into that. And it's just like some people adapt and they get, they just be okay right. with it. Some yeah. people like, I ain't cool with this shit and I'm out. Mm-hmm. It is right. what it is. So very true. We can go on for days. So that's a whole nother conversation for another day. But <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. Yep. but. Tiff is back, so. Yep, so I'm back. But, yeah, I just recommend that everybody just, you know, if you got any questions, feel free to reach out to me um, through Facebook. Um, what else? I recommend What's your nickname? Is your nickname Tiff the Doula? Like, like specifically? Yeah. I'm, can, okay. Tiff the All Doula right. or Tree <laughs> of Life Doulaing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know. Facebook is always the quickest way just to inbox me and I'll get right back to you because it pings on my phone. I'm just like, okay. So, you know, it's just, you know, because that that just alerts me a lot different than, you know, because I'm back at work now. So it's like I'm checking emails all day. But, you know, that Facebook messenger go off. You're like, who is this? So, you know, so. I probably shouldn't say that because I do got a whole job. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think most of us are in the same boat. Like you at home, like, hey, I'm keeping up with my work. Who cares if I look at a message? It's fine. Yeah. But so. yeah. So, you know, but I, I, I do think that everybody should get a doula, get you a support <laughs> system on top of whatever support system you got or you don't got, get you something extra, extra cushion for the pushing. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Tiff the Doula, for coming on to the Diva and the Nerd podcast today and sharing your experience and, um, you know, your resources and information about um, the doula experience. And I, I'm so sorry if y'all hear my kids screaming. They're playing. I'm so sorry. I know. So, the door is closed. anyway um so thank you for coming on definitely appreciate you um uh do you want to close us out sure so we are the diva and the nerd on instagram we are the diva and the nerd podcast on facebook that's the group and the page excuse me the page and if you would like to be on the show or you just have a question you have a topic suggestion anything like that we have our email the diva and the nerd at gmail.com um, if you're looking for me on Instagram, I'm T underscore if you, that's the letter you know me. Um, and then on Snapchat, I am Queen T underscore Diva. And then just, you know, add me in your hashtags, Queen T. I am Dilly uh, the Nerd. 
<laughs> I am Dilly Darling 88 on Instagram. So that's what y'all gonna get out of me because I'm not sure. <laughs> Look, y'all know how it goes to be playing the nerd podcast. We out. Peace. Bye.